Welcome to Angela's Awesome Podcast. Hi, everybody. I'm Angela Freeman. I'm Hanno. And um, we are coming to you from Haley, Idaho. Monkey Tongue Productions. Talking about New Year's Solutions. Solutions. Part two. Part two. Yes. Thank you for joining us last week for the part one set of solutions. We were talking about weight loss last week. I talked too much. I I, I dragged us on through one through three and 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 you kinda <laughs> had to rush to the last ones, but I now, thought it was good. It was it, hopefully it was helpful. We're talking about we're actually this is actually almost kind of week three talking about this because we're kind of building on our New Year's solutions podcast from before New Year's. Yes. And we're talking about New Year's resolutions that actually could work. And 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 I'm having one right now, which is I'm actually in Maui. <laughs> I'm not here. Yes, he's not really here. This is just you it's listening the to him. Secrets Hino. of the podcast. Um, so I'm we, not I'm I'm not sitting here icing my back right now, <laughs> podcasting. I'm in Maui on a beach. Yes, I can't wait to be getting I'm, texts I'm, from I'm there. Using, I'm using one of the strategies, which was go take, somewhere else, take a vacation, <laughs> take a vacation. Um, so. We were talking about last week um, about um, how big problems usually don't come from big, big solutions. Big solutions they come from small, small solutions, sustainable yeah. baby steps. So we're we're talking about more small sustainable baby steps today. And last week was mostly on on weight, weight loss, loss shape shifting, right. food. So th- yeah, food. So this week is going to be about kind of just well, a, kind of a few other things, and these things can also be beneficial for shape shifting. But they are not the traditional, but we're not going to focus so much on that. But um, Now, oh, one oh, thing that oh, we didn't talk about oh, last week. Yes. Oh. You brought yeah. up your, your you did your vision boarding day. Oh, yes, right. We and, did vision boarding, And you yes. said that, that people had some questions and, and they kind of made you think about this stuff. Right. Okay, so when we, on New Year's Day, I had a few people at the gym and we were doing some... Um, some New Year's resolutions, which again, we've talked about, but resolutions are basically a solution to a conflict or a problem. And what I think sometimes people run into trouble with is actually figuring out, okay, so we made a list of things we want to bring more of into our life. So let's say you want to bring more energy and well-being into your life. Well, how do you, that's not really a New Year's resolution. That's like, it's something you want, but how do you get there? So that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about baby steps Who to do really more of whatever. That? People that write down more, things. I want more energy in my life. Hey, I say that all the time because I'm always like, okay, if I just had more energy, I could do just one more thing. I'm very attracted to having more energy. I, well, what was my, mine was just I just wanted more motivation. Right. To well, do the things that I wanted to do. If you had more energy, you might not need as much motivation. <gasps> no, the problem is... Oh, he's rolling his eyes for, at well, me. Because it's not, it's not the energy. It's the energy for the right thing. I mean, come on. You give me something that's really kind of fun and an awesome distraction, I suddenly have lots of energy. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. But I think that's what really... I mean, if, if people are looking at, okay, what, what can I change this year is to focus on the things that they, they, they really feel are important. right. Right. Versus the distraction, which they know somewhere in the back of their head is not necessarily, you know. Well, distractions are good as long good. as they're not getting in the way of what you really want. And that's my problem. And helping you my, evolve. My distractions get in the way. They become. Right. An, Sometimes. You know, because I just have just a little bit of an addictive personality. Yes, you do. A little. Yes. Okay, so we're going to talk about a few more ideas for your 
um, solutions for your New Year's solutions. By the and way, do you have? Do you have? Is this on a blog or anything? This or is no? online. This is part of that one. This is part of. This is in the blog. Steer, your steering wheel for awesome. setting steering, your steer, steering, steering wheel, wheel for awesome. awesome. Yeah. There's a PDF that has a list of all of these categories. At goingtoangelus.com. Exactly. So we're gonna we're moving on from. We talked about a lot of food stuff last time. We're moving on into. We're gonna start with self care. Um, so one thing that you could put on your list for self-care New Year's solutions is to floss daily. And we're talking about, you know, maybe making a little... <laughs> what? Every day? <laughs> we're is that ta- what daily means? Okay, so we're talking about baby steps. So maybe on Henno's it would say floss Monday through Friday. I'll tell you what my big baby step was. What? A Sonicare. Oh, yeah. That changed my whole deal. Okay, oh, so that's so a personal case. So that's another go idea. Buy, seriously, personal go care. buy a Sonicare. There if you go. If you don't have one, oh, and I bought the awesome one that looks like it's an Apple iMac product. It is so amazing. So it's Portable a bit of an charger. investment, but worth it. Is it is an investment. It's so worth it. And you, you actually, you don't have to spend 100 bucks. If you go talk to your dental hygienist, they'll say, even if you get like the, and it's 50 bucks. But I mean, I, I spend a lot of money, yeah. but I'm going on, I don't know, three years on the thing now. Well it, worth it. You won't, regular toothbrushing. Well, and some of this, and the you know, the health of your teeth is really, it, it's very much affects the health of your whole body. Honestly. Oh, the yeah. Of, yeah. So it's it's a major deal. So so that could be one thing that you could put. So we're floss. just giving you some ideas. But, you know, but I do now tend to floss more because I am, once again, if I invest in myself, so I invested right. in this product. Right. You know, most of us only go to the dentist once a year. We don't consider it really an investment. Last right. year, because I did the whole, um, the, the teeth aligning, right. you know, and I, I had more of a yearly investment right. and it made me more conscious of flossing right. and things like that. Well, and so practical strategies would be if you yeah. find that you want to f- put the floss by your phone charger, because doesn't everyone plug their phone in every night? Yep. Yep. Pretty much. So while you're there. there while you're there. Um, another one that can be really helpful with people um, for creating um, a feeling of self-care and paying attention to health is to, to, to take vitamins. Like, um, and we're definitely not going to get into what to take and how to do it because that would be a whole nother podcast. But um, sometimes just the act of taking a multivitamin, if you need to make it easy or some sort of a supplement, it's it's a way of bringing awareness into your life that's saying, oh, I'm taking good care of myself. Hey, try some probiotics. Yeah, that's another idea. Not cheap. Right. But I'll tell you a big difference. Yeah. For me, yeah. Um, I, I know I've said it before, but a daily fiber and probiotic supplement changed so much. Awesome. Yeah. Good. It's huge. Good one. Love it. So those are some of just a few self-care things. Um, another um, hugely powerful self-care um, thing is can be working on some sleeping habits. So um, going to bed early can be a great um, New Year's solution to a lot of different things. Um, And for you, for, you know, going to bed early can be relative. um, But there's a couple little ideas here about going to bed early. Like one thing that can, sometimes people go to bed early and they can't actually sleep. (laughs) Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Getting off of electronic stimulation for a couple, (laughs) for a couple of hours before bed can be really helpful. Yes, yeah, Hanno's, I know. People Hanno's don't not realize. on board with this. <laughs> no, but it's it's. I will vouch for it. I can be like I don't know whatever I'm doing. Feel sleepy. I'm so tired. I can get in bed and I can grab my iPad. Right. 
And, and then you're that, instantly awake. Yeah, because of the light. Because of the light. I and mean, there's an electronical step, step, um, stimulation that actually comes from that. So yeah. if you're serious about, you know, this being something that you think would be really helpful, making you – so your baby step, your New Year's solution could be five nights a week, I turn off all electronics by 8 o'clock, including TV, computer, phone, iPads. You're insane. It is insane. It – I do that. I'll tell you what. It's so super I, helpful. I bought my first, Buy a great book. I know. I bought my first digital book thinking that I was so great and so wonderful. I hate it. No, no. I hate it. I yeah, hate it. Right. I hate you it. You have to buy an actual I'm gonna book. Go, I'm going to go buy the actual book again right. because I grab my iPad to go read my book. Right. And the next thing you know, I am on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. And I'm, I'm hating it. Yeah. I'm hating, 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 hating it. Yes. I want my book back. Right. And so- reading a book and especially um if you're getting ready to go to bed and you're serious about changing the way you feel about life and in general feeling better i'm going to suggest uplifting material oh i got i got not a like, good one you know serial murder okay lay it on me no no, no i'm just saying i'm not I'm, i don't oh you have another fun. thing okay no, but, no, no no i'm saying i got a good book suggestion but i'll, I'll oh okay so it. anyway yes like you know and and if you're listening to something something that's positive and uplifting. I mean, if you're going to bed thinking about who murder mysteries, maybe not the most ideal way to set your brain before you go to sleep for eight hours. I'm, I, Neil made a, cause I asked Neil, I said, what do you read at yeah. night? When do you, cause yeah. he's, re, he reads comics at night. He does the same thing where he yeah. says, right, this is my bedtime. Right. 30 minutes before right. he gets in bed and he pulls out some comics. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. He good. He reads some comics and, and I was like, what a great idea. Yeah. I have um, a, a book by um, a Buddhist that I read. Um, what is the name of that book? Finding Compassion or something. Um, there's tons of great. I also love anything by Marianne Williamson. Um, there's uh, Return to Love is a meditation book that she wrote that's got a daily one that you could read. It's just, I, I just think it's powerful to set yourself up for a nice, peaceful, rewiring night's sleep rather than we have enough negativity that we get bombarded with here's it's seth godin and this guy has the, he does a lot of interesting books but this one it was just recommended to me it's called what to do when it's your turn what to do when it's your turn okay we like it and you're saying that's uplifting and that's going to make people have a good night's sleep it's about yeah kind of it's motivational Okay, we like that. So, hey, oh, you're supposed to give us the uh, uh, recipe book from Oh, last from week. last podcast. Um, the recipe book is called The Thug Cookbook. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys can Google that. We won't even go there. Um, our friend Dave is, like, super into it. He's pretty funny about it. It's, it's pretty funny. Um, anyway. Okay. So... Oh, here's my book that I love, Comfortable with Uncertainty, 108 Teachings on Cultivating Fearlessness and Compassion by Pema Chodron. Oh, Pema. Yeah. That's my um, my friend Lana. She, that's her, She, the Buddhism yeah. that she practices. Yeah. That's her, their lineage comes from Pema. Yeah, she's, I have a, she's I have, I have a bunch of Pema literature, actually. Yeah. So anyway, love it. Like that a lot. Good okay. Stuff. So sleeping habits is it falls under the self care. Um, here's another really cool um, thing to try. I did this for six weeks last fall. Um, 
there was this guy named James Rouse. He's a doctor. He came up here and spoke at the wellness um, festival, and he was talking about ways to be more awesome, basically. And one of his suggestions was to stop using the snooze button. So he, he was like, that's not the great way to go into your life and your day as you get up in the morning by hitting the snooze button, being like, ugh. So he was like, so he kind of threw down the challenge. So I did this for six weeks, no snooze button. It, it's pretty cool. That's have, another idea. I, I, that is a hot button issue for me. The snooze button? No, I've had I've no I've I've had partners in life who would literally hit the snooze button for forty minutes. Oh. It was planned as part of the day, and I just sat there and I was just like, "Why not just set the alarm clock for forty minutes later and just get up?" Right. Like I just don't get that. It's like, oh well, you know, I'm gonna I I know I only need to be up at seven, but I'm gonna hit I'm gonna have my alarm go off at six thirty and and hit the snooze button five times or whatever it right. amounts to. And I'm just like, that's insane. So do you not use the snooze button? Rarely. Good for you. Rarely. I usually give myself one snooze now, but for the six weeks, I didn't, and I, it was I, good. I, I've generally stopped. Um, yeah, that's good. I'm going to try to do that again. The only time I do is on, on weekends, days yeah. off. That's when I'll hit it. Uh, for the most part- But once. When I go to- Yeah, usually only about once. Right. Well, you know what? If I, if I have to hit it twice, I shouldn't even be getting up. Right. I mean, really. I mean, right. it's- you know, but you know, a lot of it's also getting older, right? Um, and that's the thing that I think that's kind of tough with the whole sleep thing, right? Is uh, sleeping better changes as we get older, right? I mean, I I find it a lot easier to get up earlier in the morning, right? And habits, and you know, yeah, it's it's you know, because I'm an old man, and it's just you know, we're trying to come up with tips and ways to evolve so that you're excited to get on with your life and to get up. But like I, if I, you feel like you, yeah. you know. Anyway, that was his I get point, the idea, and I though. loved it. I get the idea that that you're sitting there, you're just delaying the day. Yeah. I mean, I know that's such a rah-rah thing. It's like, oh, we're burning daylight, but, hey, you know. It's... Hey, we're all about the rah-rah. What yeah, podcast do you think you're listening to? <laughs> Angela's Okay oh, Podcast? Oh, my goodness. Come on. We need to start a second podcast. Okay, this is Angela's Just All Right Podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is Angela's I'm going to hit the snooze button podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that could be another podcast, and and I am just I'm saying this publicly right now. The name should be called "Hit the Snooze Button." Oh my god! Okay, we're going to move on. Okay, so here's another self care habit: is to um, cut down or eliminate stimulants. So this is a this is here. We're going to have the dog thing again. Um, so there's nothing wrong with caffeine. Um, but it can be abused, and it can affect sleep. And it can some affect people, your it mood. affects people so badly. Yes. And you can start becoming so hit up with caffeine that it doesn't even affect you. Like, if you're that kind of person where you're like, I could drink a quadruple espresso and then go to bed, you might want to examine your caffeine much, yeah. use. Because that's when I used to do six or seven cups a day. Yeah. I could do a cup of coffee in the afternoon and it yeah. actually put me to sleep. It was like taking a riddle in hand. Right. It can be, it can do the opposite. opposite so, so for your New Year's solution, you may want to take a look at your coffee. You know, if you're drinking eight cups of coffee a day, if you're drinking, you know, three cups of coffee and two energy drinks, you could do baby step, no energy drinks. And I'll tell you. Baby step, no coffee after three. Baby those, steps, for those only people coffee who've in the never morning. tried it, the amount of time it takes your body to fully metabolize one of those energy drinks, yeah. it's ridiculous. Oh, here comes Sharon with the coffee. <laughs> 
she, we're at Hanno's house. This is where the recording studio is, and she's just being a smarty pants with the coffee over there. Um, so, and I know yeah. people that they have any coffee in the afternoon changes how they sleep that night. Totally. Some so people are like that. If, you, if you're hearing this and you're like, oh my God, I, I'm not even going there, or that sounds too overwhelming, I'm telling you... Um, Baby step it if it is something that you think you might want to try and and cut down slowly and, you know, because yeah, um, the headache just take it out. In the oh. Yeah, it can be headache and, you know, take some aspirin. And I wouldn't go cold turkey unless you're a cold turkey kind of person. You're going to have headache for like three days and then you're going to feel amazing and you're going to be tired. Because you know you're used to that be- artificial stimulation, yeah. but this can be this can be something worth examining if you're looking to make a shift into some sort of a change. Yeah, and 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 have you know have a more even keeled, sustainable energy level. Yeah. Like if we're artificially always bumping ourselves up, there's usually a price to be paid at some point. Yeah. So um, we could do another whole podcast on caffeine. Yes. Okay. So. Um, I was a little stingy with the sound effects last episode. I know. We're going to really get on the sound effects this episode. Okay. (laughs) So exercise. So Hanho's New Year's solution Mm. is to add in two days in the gym, which we're very proud about. And we've talked about it twice. Particularly. Yep. He's very into it. I think strength training is amazing, of course, because I own a little gym here in Ketchum. But there are tons of options. And if you are not someone who loves strength training, then we are not telling you you have to be. Some people do yoga. Some people do Pilates. But you know what? There's, there's, and this is something because, you know, you obviously do it for a living. Yeah. This is something that I've done my yeah. entire life, some yeah. sort of um, conditioning or whatever it is. Yeah. The things that I have learned recently. Right. Is a balanced approach. Right. That having strength is just as important as having flexibility. Right. Because I know people that do nothing but yoga right. and they get hurt because right. they are too flexible. Right. They've gone further than their body can catch them. Right. Because their muscles aren't as strong. Right. My back injuries are less when I do some strength. It, right. It seems counterintuitive. Like right now, I'm going in and I'm doing some heavy freaking weights. Right. Yes, it hurts right now. I right. have to do ice packs. But guess what? It's uh, My experience is, is that I am going to recover quicker. Right. Because when I baby it, it seems to go on forever. Right. And I'm not healing. And so, I, you know, balance is important. I, mean, I agree. I think too many people- and we are definitely slanted. We are definitely biased towards strength training because it has worked really well for both of us. And I will say that well, there are studies. Else, but- there are studies out there that say that women who strength training strength train on a regular basis like their bodies more. And that well, and I, here's the thing: I, I always hear, and it just it just bugs me so much. Oh well, if I do a bunch of weights, I'm just going to look big and bulky. I'm like, you know what? You're gonna you're gonna burn more calories. Right. You're building muscle. And you're building muscle. Your and- metabolism's going to bump. If you There's absolutely so many benefits, I to agree. It. I agree. If you absolutely hate weight training and you've tried it though, then I say do something else. Fine. I, honestly, I really do because I don't believe in exercise that you don't love. No, that's true. Um, but I do think that if you do are attracted to the idea of strength training, you're not currently doing it. I think there are a lot of options that people don't know about. Like find a trainer and do some work with a trainer, even if it's only for six you know weeks and learn some stuff. Totally. Try out some classes. I mean, there's a lot of ways to get involved. You know, my friend, uh, one of my friends in Seattle, she's got two kids. She's super busy. She's gotten into doing videos. There's a lot of options, so well, like my don't workouts, give up on it if you're pulled to it. Yeah, like my workouts have completely changed because of going to your class. Right. Um, and working out with Rob, too. Right. Because, and this is how I've actually gotten people to come back to your class right. that have gone away. Oh, well, I already have a gym membership, blah, blah, I'm like, yeah, I bet you're doing the same Stuff. exercise every week. Oy. I said, you know what? Sign up for a month. 
come to Angela's, right. learn, learn something some new, new stuff. or remember something that you've forgotten, right. take it back with you. Right. Then Absolutely. work it for a while. Then come yep. back because the one thing that the worst thing people can do is do the same thing over and over and over well, again. Well, I mean, it works for some people, but oh my God, boring. Ugh. And your body does get used to it. And you're less likely to keep doing it. Yeah, and your body gets used to it. So. And the other thing is, is here's the other thing that people don't realize is you don't have to strength train five days a week to have pretty massive results. Like twice a week, we'll do it. One time a week for some people is awesome. Honestly, that's not to say, though, that some sort of cardio activity on a daily basis, and we're talking 20 minutes, a brisk walk. Right now, we're talking. Cannot be fantastic. We're jumping ahead to the next one, which is add cardio. Okay. We were talking about strength training. We just blended. So we can totally. (laughs) We segued. I segued without knowing it. I think that cardio is really important. but I do think that a walk can be considered cardio because I think punishing exercise is not great. And I think too many people are caught up in this idea that I can't have results unless I'm doing punishing exercise. You don't exercise. have to run. And that's yeah. nonsense. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. Yep. Like a walk outside is amazing. If you have a hill to walk up, even better. If you don't, who cares? But just movement. And I agree with you. Movement most days of the week is super helpful. It's helpful for shape-shifting your body. It's helpful for mental energy. It's it's so important to just be outside. See, people forget about that, too. It's just the mental benefits. Right. Of, of, you know, and Circulation, yep. your heart health. Circulation, like my yes. back feels better after I moved, Move. you know, because Move. what do we yeah. tend to do? We tend to do very static things during the day. And we're sitting, yes. Yeah, we're sitting, whatever it is. You know, the one thing with... Um, you know, and I've done a lot of research on this, especially when I was really into, I mean, I had the opposite thing where I was trying to gain weight, put on pounds, right. you know, this kind of thing. Right. You know, and I've, I've, I found some really great coaches that I found, you know, on the internet. And, and these guys were talking about, like, he, he was talking about his team and especially like uh, wrestlers. Right. They wanted to cut weight. Right. And they had these guys, they were running and they were wearing these heavy outfits. And I mean, like, it was insanity what these people were doing to try to get into a lower weight class. Right. Well, he came up with this one of this awesome plan. And it was about having balance and sustainability and, and something that does not hurt us. Right. You know, that's what with we're all about. Big swings. And he talked about a brisk walk. Right. When you get on the treadmill, you don't have to run. No. You can get the same results. And if you can be outside, even, even better. better. So, um, so baby step on this, you know, your New Year's solution resolution could be, I'm going to walk five days a week. I'm going to cardio or I'm going to do, you know, and I'm going to get my heart rate up two days a week. So you could just, yep. you know, starting with walking, if you're not doing anything, starting with walking is amazing. And just for all of you crazies out there, cause we live with a lot of people that are insane and they do so much workouts and they are actually going to the other side of it. Sometimes giving yourself like you may your new year's solution may be I'm going to walk instead of going for this gnarly run once a week. Like yeah. pick something less. Your body can get into the stress response and you can actually be counterproductive to do gnarly workouts all the time. Yep. If you're feeling that, if you love it and it's working for you, great. We don't want to take that away from you obviously, but and if it I'm gives you mental relief, don't yes, don't take I'm it away. Definitely yeah. not suggesting that that's something that you have to do in order to have big results. Yeah. No, I'm talking about we're talking about people that want to do a little change here. Yeah, we're talking about people that are shifting and there are those people that maybe are listening that would need to shift and do the opposite and do less. Yeah. It's possible.
if there are anybody in this code listening, um, we could do, you could add in um, something about stretching. Hanno's put that into his morning routine. He's doing the foam roller. You could do a stretching class. They have a lot of those at a lot of gyms now. Um, there's a ton of video online where you can, you know, find a short routine, um, YouTube, you know, a short stretching routine. You Here's the thing about stretching. You don't have to stretch for like an hour to have results. Exactly. You can stretch for like five minutes. And especially if you could do five minutes, like once, twice a day. Is better, almost yeah. more effective than one single stretching period. So stretching is super important. And you guys that are younger, uh, we're in our mid mid forties. You'll find that you're going to need to add that in. So your baby step and writing this down for your New Year's solution could be like I'm going to stretch twice a week for five minutes and start there. Or it could be I'm going to stretch every, you know five days a week for five minutes. Yep. It, honestly, that would be an amazing. That would be amazing resolution. You know, one thing that that Aaron had suggested, our mutual chiropractor, right, Doctor Stern, Doctor Stern, him. love he's him. Catch him. We when, highly recommend him. Yep, and he's he has a personal trainer background. Yes, he he's knows amazing. This stuff, you know, and one thing he he told me is he said make some big movements. You know, mm. if you got to if you're going to be go, doing something on the ladder or whatever, you need to really reach up there, extend your body. Now, don't yeah. do anything that's going to, you know, you're not going right. to do that with weight or carrying right. something. But what he talked about is so so much of our lives like we we're talking about sitting in this, we do small movements, right. we don't elongate we ourselves. Yeah, we're constricting. Yeah, yeah. great. And agreed. you can actually kind of and it, and yeah, it's a little silly. It feels silly at first to kind of do this big dramatic <laughs> movement. <laughs> I can just see you at work. <laughs> Love it. Just like I'm, I'm in a Broadway musical. <laughs> We're going to throw out the, yeah, especially if you have like a purple hat some on dance or something. Moves on. I love it. That's a great tip. And you know, here's another tip. When you're standing in line at the grocery store getting all irritated because you're in line, that is a perfect, mm-hmm. perfect opportunity to soften your knees, put both hands behind your back, interlace your fingers, and just open your chest. Yeah. Feels amazing. Yeah. Just do a little reverse, do a little breathing, chat, chit chat with someone and then in line. Throw your hands up right over your head and double go, dog yes! dare you. Woo! Awesome. We're not really saying that. You missed that on video. Okay, so there's tons of um, so those are some of the exercise ideas for baby steps. Um, here's another one that's great. We didn't talk about this in the weight loss, but this can be a very major shape shifting weight loss thing is to take a walk after dinner. That'll help your digestion. It'll stop you from continuing to eat. You get some fresh air before you go to bed. That's a, that can be a super powerful tweak. That That's an amazing one. And I'm, I know people who have the benefit of an hour lunch will do that at lunch yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. I Just mean, walking walk after eat is great. for 15 minutes. It's super, super, yeah, for 15 minutes. doesn't have to be an hour. doesn't have to be major. Um, okay, so those are some of the exercise ideas. And your ideas. dog will appreciate it, probably. And your dog will love you. Okay, so we're going to move into... Um, uh, this is some things on how uh, some ideas on creating more happiness. So you may be like, I don't need to shape shift and I'm doing great with my fueling. What do you got for me? Okay. So creating more happiness. So here's um, an idea. Sometimes um, we live, you know, how many people are on the planet? Billions. Billions. And yet there's a lot of people that feel lonely. I mean, we have people everywhere and yet they feel lonely. So one thing that can help with creating more happiness is to actually reach out and make yeah. contact with people, with friends. Like sometimes we'll have friends and we don't bother. We're too busy. We're too tired. We're too this, we're too that. And we don't really reach out and call them or text them or Skype them or 
whatever, or have coffee with them. So one, one thing to do to create more happiness, this could be a New Year's solution, is to say once a week I'm going to make contact with a friend that I've lost contact with or someone that I just love that I just don't see that much. I'm just going to go reach out and touch someone. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> We're not going there. But I mean, I I find myself with this where like I'll have somebody who I love and they'll be like, let's have coffee. And I'm like, oh, I can't tell blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, make time to to spend time with the people that are important to you. Yeah. Like you really don't hear stories about people on their deathbed and they're like, man, I wish I would have worked more. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. I wish I would have watched more TV. Yeah. You know, you hear people say, I wish I would have loved more. I wish I would have been in my life more. I wish I would have done more. I wish I, you know, I wish I would have been 10 pounds lighter, man. That would have really made it happen. (laughs) Like, you you know. No one says that. No one says that on their deathbed. Say hi to a stranger. Sure. Be friendly. I'll tell you so many times where, you know, someone's going up to Zenergy up to the gym and I'm walking down and I can tell they're the, I want to avoid eye contact people. And I say, good morning. Yeah. And they get this look sometimes on their face like, hey, good morning. Yeah. Like they're, they're just, they're happy. Somebody said something nice, acknowledge yeah. them. Totally. Totally great. Makes um, me feel good. Another way to create another new year's solution to create more happiness is to do more reading, like less TV, more reading. So the baby step could be three nights a week, no TV. And I'm going to treat myself to three new books, you know, and you could have like a just plain out fun novel, maybe a couple of, maybe a spiritual book and maybe something that you're just interested in. You know, so that's an idea. You could, you know, write, put a little resolution around that. Um, one of my New Year's solutions is I'm going three days a week TV, period. You're cutting down to three. I am. I'm, but I'm looking for some pretty major spiritual solutions in the next eight weeks. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is something, time, you know, our, don't... Aren't we talking about trying something for a little yeah, while? Yeah, so we're talking. So we're these not talking are talking all year long. No, 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 not at all. We're talking about this is we're building on what we talked about last podcast and the podcast, podcast before, before, where we're talking about New Year solutions. We talked about resolutions. Doesn't mean for the whole year. I'm suggesting that you pick a time. Heno and I have picked eight weeks for our New Year solutions. We both have a few things. Um, one of mine is that for the TV. I think I don't think that's going to be something that. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know what it's going to look like. I think it's going to be very uncomfortable for me for the first couple of weeks because <laughs> TV is my new glass of wine. Well, you know what? I would have had no problem in the last month since every, all of my favorite TV shows were on their fall break or whatever they oh, call it. Oh, I know, it. but there's Netflix. Okay. Enough of that. Connect with friends. We talked about that. Okay. Read a self-help book. Even if you think you know everything, I know. Well, most of us do. Reminder. That's the thing. Like, here's, and this is another theme of this podcast: is doing things that we know we should do. Like, it doesn't matter if you know it. If you you get reminded, if you get reminded. Okay, I did say the should word, but it's okay. That's what it is. It's what it is. Okay, let me rephrase that: doing things that we know would make us feel amazing that we don't do, or maybe that you don't know would make you feel amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of times where you know my daily little books that I like to read, my little daily reflections, my daily meditation, whatever you want to call it, isn't telling me something that I didn't already know. Right. It's It's not reminding you. It's reminding me. And it's giving me a suggestion for, hey, maybe today think about things in these terms. Yeah. And I go, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one of my clients from the last time we did this, which was in the fall, actually, because this is, we're talking about with New Year's solutions, but it can be, it's a certain period of time. You can do this quarterly. You can do this whenever you feel like you want to do 
have yeah, a shift. Pick an equinox. So she picked no nagging for six weeks. We're talking about nagging here in the household right now. Awesome. Because because there was something that that I've left lying around, and Sharon said, "Should I start nagging?" And I said. You sure you want to open up that can? Because <laughs> so, what comes around goes around. Right. So everybody, so this might be something that you want to strive towards. It might be, you know, you might have to be realistic and be like, no nagging Monday through Friday. We actually have very <laughs> little nagging here in the household. And yeah. It's huge. It's yeah. huge. I, and to write it down and be like, this is my intention for the next six weeks, no nagging. It doesn't mean you're not going to nag for the rest of your life, but it may bring some more awareness to how often it happens, and now, it, you may end up having a shift. Now, should you should you tell the people that you nag to that that they have permission to like you know say nagging when um, you do it? That would be a judgment call because we have talked a lot about having people that you check in with and people you're accountable to, and um, if that's something that you, if you're serious about doing this and you want to be super accountable, then absolutely. And if you don't, then absolutely not. All right. I'm always about, you know, individuals. Hannah likes this one. Okay, here's another one. <laughs> um, once a day, you're going to compliment somebody. Mm, great one. That could be, you know, that can be on your list. I'm going to compliment someone once every day. And that way, if you if you forget during the day and you live with someone, then they're going to get a lot of compliments at night. How about, how about if you... <laughs> right before bed. Oh, my God, honey, you're doing so great. Oh, that is and great. And then, then your person's going to be great. like, you just didn't get your compliment you're quote just in, gonna, did you're, you? You're, <laughs> that's so funny. You know what? I even Here's another strategy. It's like... Just bite off that one sarcastic remark once a day. Right. Just really try it. Right. I, I'm, I'm. And so if you want, so I love that. So we don't want to be sarcastic. So what, say something positive instead. When something sarcastic comes up. And don't say it sarcastically. Yes. Don't say, well, that's the you know, whole it's, point. It's, it's better off that you just bite that thing off rather than try to make it. Cause I'll tell you what, if I had something, to, I'd say something nice, but I'd throw a little twist on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but seriously, this is something that I think from a thinking positive standpoint, look, I can dish out the sarcasm, Yeah. but I have now chosen to have a time and a place for it. Yeah. And I do it with certain people and I do it because, and the reason I have cut down on, I honestly think sarcasm is bullying. Right. I think it's a form of intellectual bullying. Right. Um, yes, sometimes it can be funny. I have friends that are extremely sarcastic about everything. It is a form of humor for them. Right. However, when it keeps going and going and going, it's like, you know what? Now you're just, now you're just being a bully or right. now you're just negative. Right. It is something that we practice. Right. And if we can kind of cut a little bit of it back a little bit, right. maybe it won't happen quite as often. So the baby step on that would be... Like I said, just cut, cut. You have that one time and you just want, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to leave this one. So just don't open your mouth once a day, just we're once. Not, not exactly writing that down as a New Year's solution, but that's just good overall information. I, hey, I would do it as if I was the type that have, if I'd ever had anyone say, you know what, you're sarcastic all right. the time. Right. I would totally be like, you know what, I'm going to try to work on when I do that, when I say that. Right. I think it's, I think it's a great New Year's solution for people that find themselves, you know, behavioral changes of any kind. The, I know for myself, I used to think I couldn't change. Right. And when I actually put a little work into it and right. I did see some positive changes, right. it was encouraging. Okay, I've got one. I've got one. So you could do, every time I make a sarcastic remark, I'm going to give my girlfriend $5. Oh, that was, that was another one I was thinking about. Yeah, get the get it, get yeah, a Yeah, I mean, I just, I think it's good to have that and intention. Then, and then, and like, and I'm not going to do this anymore, but I think it's one of those things where it's like, 
Yeah, but oh, how? Yeah. How could you do you know what I mean? So we're yeah. trying to talk about yeah. like specifics. Like you're going to write this down. This is your intention. We're going to do this for six weeks. Yeah, and then and then what you can do is so or you put five bucks in a jar. Yeah, or something like that. Every time you you know whatever it is, and then and then go to a comedy show and watch some king of sarcasm. Right, or <laughs> take that money and give it to your significant other and be like, you need to buy yourself something special because. No, see, there you go. Right, <laughs> so like really give yourself in some incentive. Now you're improving that 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 attention thing at home thing that I have on my list. I like it. Okay. Um, here's another idea for creating more happiness is to cl- um, make a point of cleaning up clutter 15 minutes a day. So the baby step could be like five days a week, Monday through Friday, I'm going to spend 15 minutes on clutter because clutter can be very, um, it can really cause an, en- it can cause energy blocks. It can be very stressful. It can be very draining. So, and a lot of times it's so overwhelming to be like, I'm going to declutter everything. Like, of course you're not because everything's cluttered. So like just having a goal and actually setting the timer for 15 minutes. I just be like for 15 minutes, I'm going to do that. That's what I've had to do is just, you know, and my problem is I get sidetracked. Right. If I decide, all right, I'm going to just work on this. You know, I'm in the middle of putting some stuff away and all of a sudden I see something interesting. I'm like, scroll. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and so. So maybe turn off the electronics, yeah. turn on your timer for 15 minutes. But I like minutes. that, 15 minutes, pick a spot, just right. clean something up. Well, you know. I'm going to do the coat rack, I'm going to do the shoe rack. Going gonna, back to that um, yeah. book called Switch, like they talk about um, basically when it comes to making shifts, which is what we're talking about, um, there's the writer which is our um, intellect, which, which knows this is a good idea. This is what I want to do, mm-hmm. right? And the, but yeah. the writer is sitting on top of this elephant. The elephant, that's and right. And the elephant we is the emotional the side of it. And the elephant does not like to look around and be like, I need to clean up clutter for two hours. The elephant's like, no way. So the writer is trying to direct the elephant, and the writer is not going to be able to direct the elephant. But sometimes the writer can say to the elephant, it's only 15 minutes, and then you get to sit and read your favorite book for 15 yeah. minutes. And then, so bribery is good. good. Yes. And it feels good afterwards. Yes, exactly. And it does feel good. And it always feels it good when you do these things that, that make you feel better, but you don't necessarily want to do. So smaller chunks, small, yeah. small chunks. Um, okay. Same thing with organizing. Like you could commit to 15 minutes a day organizing. Yeah, a little organized this And week. I'm a big fan of like five days a week. On a lot of this stuff. Three days a week, five days a week. When you say seven days a week for six oh, weeks, yeah. oh my God. Give yourself a break. Right? I mean, you know, so pick what works for you. We're not trying to beat ourselves into wonderfulness. We're trying to raise ourselves up into another level of having happiness. And it's not going to make you happy if you do all these things to make you happier and you're miserable <laughs> making yourself do it, right? So um, some of these things are not going to work for people pick a couple if you like them. Okay, this is a big one. Stop multitasking. Yep. I did that for six weeks. It was huge. I went right back to multitasking. I have to tell you that is not sustainable. Well, it took me a while and I do it less, but oh my God, yes. Hmm. Have you, like not, you can't, that means you can't even look on your phone until you're like actually just standing still. I mean, who doesn't walk and look at their phone? Like as you're walking to your car, checking your thing. Well, I did, I'll tell you, that was one that, that, it was good though. It's, it's a good thing is to like is to seriously when you get in the car, turn your phone off. Oh yeah. Just yeah. turn it off and drive home yeah. without it on for change. So that would be another one for creating self-care, self-awareness, self-help is to totally not have your phone on in the yeah. car. That would be an awesome little baby step towards yeah. everything great. Put it in the glove compartment. Totally. Do something. Totally. Like that. I've like when it. I've done that, I felt really good. So um, doing it's that a for hard six habit. for doing that for six weeks, 
would be amazing because that might, that is a great one. That would maybe. Or here's really, another one yeah. when you when you when you do decide to take the dogs for a walk because you're yeah. introducing a 20 minute walk into your right, day. Right. Leave your phone. Leave your at phone. Home. Well, and you know that your darling does that. She leaves her phone at home. I did not know this. Yes, it's very mm. powerful. We're very impressed. Mm. Um, okay, here's another great one. Um, this isn't necessarily like a six week thing. Or maybe it is, but if there's something that you're dread that you dread doing that you have to do on a regular basis, hire somebody to do it. Yeah. It'll help with the energy drain. And odds are that you pay them to do that, you'll be able to figure out a way to generate that loss, that income that you need to pay for doing something you love. Well that's and that's like I finally got to that point with my cars. Yes. I am done. I mean, I can fix my cars. I can wrench on them. I can do a lot of work. I mean, there's a lot of things. Yeah. I am not afraid of throwing up the jacks, grabbing my tools and getting to work. Right. But I got to a point I said, all right, what else could I do with these three hours of my life? Right. And I went, you know what? This is why I have a job. Right. This is why I work. Right. Or, you know what? I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go make some money right now and let somebody else fix this. Exactly. Exactly. And I hired someone to do my books. I just, it takes me three or four hours to do my books. It takes her an hour and a half. Hello. Hey, maybe you can find a trade with somebody. Totally. And I am doing a little bit of a trade. Okay. So we're moving into my favorite part, which is the last little bit of this, which is spiritual, spiritual ideas for, um, you know, getting spiritual. And they're not (laughs) always just for spiritual. They actually sometimes have some practical applications. Well, absolutely. Well, I think that, I don't, I think actually... We're kind of breaking it into categories, but I mean, honestly, I think everything that you do can become very spiritual if you're in the moment and in your life. And I think that if you're in your life and you're experiencing moments, like this is why people talk about this. This is so hard to do, but if you actually do it, I think you're going to feel amazing. And that's the whole point of the podcast is to help people feel better about everything. And be present. Their bodies, their lives. You know, we want people to wake up and be like, yes. No snooze button. So here is, <laughs> so here's what we have down here for spiritual. We have um, write in a gratitude journal. So you could write down like ten minutes a day, five days a week. I'm going to write in a gratitude journal. Love it. It's awesome. You know what's cool about that is that if you do that and then you save it and then you look back on it like six that months later, cool. it's pretty cool. Well, how about just write one grateful thought a day? You could totally I do mean, that. You that could really, make it, you, know, you could make it easier. You bet. You could do just write one it down. totally. And then of course we did an entire podcast on writing lists. Yep. Yeah, oh, that's back at like podcast two, I think. I listened to the coolest podcast and it just it's it's a it's a recent episode. And it was it was Henry Rollins. He was a guest yeah. on. Um, oh boy, I'm going to forget the name. Anyhow, he was talking about man, this guy's amazing. Like I had, I mean, I've always really loved him. Yeah. I mean, there's something about him that just. I mean, he's got that. I don't personality. know who he is. He was the singer for Black Flag. He's been in movies. He had uh, Henry, the Henry Rollins. 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 Rollins band. Okay. He was a punk singer, and then he did in the early '90s the Henry Rollins band. Okay. Um, he's a. Uh, uh, he he's obviously does spoken word. He goes around lecturing everywhere, tells stories. He's just a world traveler. Cool. He speaks all the time. Uh, he is oh, he's motivational, like awesome. you would not believe. Okay, good. But he was talking about how much he writes on right. a daily basis, right. and I was just stunned. Like right. I tried to put down, you know, whatever it was that. 10,000 words a day. It was just ridiculous. A wow. thousand words a day or something like that. I can't wow. remember what it was, but I think it's like, I think it was, he'd say, I try to write a thousand words a day. Wow. Even if it's just journaling. Wow. And that's cool. Oh, it was amazing. It was, it was so great. And, and I just, 
Yeah, it, it was one of those things where I went, I went, you know, because I used to do uh, some journaling. Yeah. And I forgot about how therapeutic it is because, right. and I was just reading about this, there's a reason why you should write stuff down is because it, there's a process totally. happening yep. where we're getting it out of our heads. Yep. We're not sticking in that committee. Yep. And so even just sit, and saying, just writing, you know, even if you just crumple it up and throw it away immediately afterwards, because yeah. you don't want a record of those thoughts. <laughs> right, right. Well, look that up so we can tell people what that podcast is. I and will. you know, when people... When people write down their intentions, they are 75% more likely to go through with it. So writing things down, I agree with you. It's super powerful. Writing in a journal, writing a gratitude journal. We talked about the lists and podcasts too. It was the Jay Moore show. The so Jay it's called Moore M- show. More, sh- more stories, M-O-H-R. He's an actor. Say that so again, M-O-H-R. H-R, more He's, he's an actor that you've seen in movies before, and he okay. does these interviews. He has a bunch of different podcasts, but this okay. one with Henry Rollins was phenomenal. I okay. recommend it to anybody. Very inspirational. Love it. Great. We love that. Um, I have down read uplifting books, which we sort of already talked about, but yep. you could say, like, I'm going to read for 10 minutes something uplifting before I go to bed and set the tone of my sleep. I think that is powerful. Anyway, um, meditation. We've talked about that. So I'm, that's one of mine. I'm meditating. I am committed to meditating six days a week for 10 minutes. I'm also, as part of that, I'm going to commit to doing the Course of Miracles this year. I started it and I just kind of lost track of it. And it is 360 days of the actual workbook. And then you read other stuff and I'm in, I'm going to check in about that, but that's what I'm going to do. I started today. So... Next year, this time I'll be telling you how awesome it is. Awesome it is. Um, By the so, way, my my five minute meditation, yeah, because yeah. I haven't really done it. Yeah, that and Heno's doing that too. Yeah, I, I was amazed at how like wow, this came back to me so fast. Oh, it was God. like five wasn't even close to enough. I'm like yes, we know, and so stoked. We definitely need to do a podcast on meditation at some point because I think it's really powerful and I think it's really intimidating and I think that it'd be really helpful for people because I think it's really powerful. But here's the thing about meditation is like you kind of don't notice that there's this shift happening Yep. while you're doing it. But then as soon as you stop, stop. doing it, then all of a sudden you're like, Whoa, and that is exactly different? what's happened to me at the end of 2014. Like I was so into it. I was totally doing it daily for like over a year, like just really into it. And then something kind of shifted and I started feeling really good. And I kind of just started zipping out the door instead of doing it. And I, the wheels started coming off, but not for a while. Took a while. Took a while. Yeah, it does. And, it does, it and now I'm like, okay, you know what? Because uh, I was looking back, I'm like, what has happened yeah. in the last two months? And I'm like, oh, I'll stop meditating. Oh, so it's really powerful, and I want to really detail that out in another podcast. Yeah, we should. I'd I think love it's, to do that because I have a lot of. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about yeah. that. Yeah, um, we want to tell you might everything. Be interested. Some people yeah. might be interested, and if you're not, we just want to talk about it. Well, because we love a lot it. of people have, are curious about it, and I remember just you know sitting around and just discussing it with people, and they and. I'll be saying something that I think is just automatic. And they're like, oh, wow, I never thought about that. That'd be a great thing to try. So Right. And people don't really realize that it's not. I mean, it is so intimidating because you think you have to do it a certain way. Well, and you think you can't. And you think you can't. And you try it and you're like, oh, my God, I can't do this. And then yeah. you just give up. Oh, I, can't, so, I can't sit quietly. I yeah. Can't. Yeah. My mind goes everywhere. I can't stop my mind. That's anyway, so we'll do that. That <laughs> sounds good. Um, okay, we talked about journaling. Okay, so here's another one that can be very spiritual, and this is, again, practical, because I think those two things can be very interrelated, but to schedule some quiet time every day. So, and especially if you can pace this um, during the day, but like say, and we kind of talked about this earlier, but like say, 
you know, five days a week during the week, work week, I'm going to take 15 minutes and just unwind. Yep. Turn off the phone, turn off the computer, close your eyes for a couple minutes. You don't have to meditate, but just be five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It will change everything. And you know who's really good at this is Rob. He, he does this after lunch every day. What does he do? He sits on the couch and he closes his eyes. Huh. And he just, the dachshunds pile on him. Yeah. And he just recharges. And I am the worst. <laughs> I come to the end of the day and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. Um, so I'm, this is a good one for people. This is a good one. You know, you could put that on the board. That's your New Year's solution. And then, um, you know, <clears throat> any of that self-care stuff that we talked about is actually a spiritual practice. Flossing your teeth is a spiritual practice, I think, because you're taking care of your body. And taking care of your body means taking care of the soul that's housed in your body. Like, these things are all related. They're definitely yeah. not, I do this and it's spiritual and I do that and it's self-care. Like, self-care is a spiritual practice, I believe. Yeah, there's simple things, like we talked about uh, removing clutter. Yeah, and that can be a very spiritual so, practice. Zen, totally. Oh, you know, there's right. the whole the whole thing with the the feng, feng shui, feng shui, feng shui, <laughs> feng shui. I have I gave my mom the book Duct Shui Shui, and shua. that is it's, it's all about using duct tape oh in my your house gosh. for effect. But the, the these are these these things these concepts came out of practical. Right applications. Right, like there was. There's this one about. This was a big dispute in this downtown when I lived in Marin, where these these people who who are practitioners moved right. into an, a building, and it says, "Well, you can't have a tree in front of your building," and you know th that it blocks the flow. Right. Well, yeah, it blocks people from seeing your sign because there's a tree in there. It has a very practical application right. in my mind. Right. I actually had to side with the people. It's like, well, hey, you're here's this huge tree. People are driving down the road. How can they see the person's sign? Right. It's not a religious belief. It's a practical thing. Right. You know? Right. And so anyhow, but these are like removing clutter. Right. I have found for myself, my experience is that when I remove the physical clutter in my world, right. it relieves some of the mental clutter. Totally. Because usually it's something I'm looking at going, oh, I got to deal with that. Oh, I got to right. clean this up. Whatever right. it is, you know. So, right. And but, doing loving things for our body. So that's the, we'll, we're going to finish out this, this, um, trio of New Year's solutions by saying that, you know, I hope that you're getting the idea that this comes from a place of gentleness and love and spirituality and evolving, not from a place of forcing yourself into contortions to do crazy behaviors. Sometimes little things little, can have a huge impact. Little things do have a huge impact. Not sometimes, a lot of times. Like, yeah. like we've been talking about, big problems or conflicts can be resolved by small baby steps. And it's all a matter of doing one baby step at a time and trying to make it more of a habit. So hopefully you guys had some ideas of some new year solutions that are going to take you into six or eight weeks of a sustainable change or a shift or a detox. Yeah. Clear the energy, feel amazing. Yeah, try something new. Try something try new. Try something new. You got this is your year. Yeah. Check in with us, please. Positivity is awesome. It's you know, it's just I don't know. I think it feels really good. And hey, if if out of the you know four or five things, six things, whatever you try, hey, if one of them sticks for the rest of the year, great. It was worth it. And if you just feel better and you go back to exactly the way you were, it will still have 
it'll still be resonating with you. And when it's time to do it again, it'll come up again. And I think the one thing that I did not do growing up, yeah. and I wish, you know, I you know, wish I had, but yeah. I, I do it now, right. is by by trying these things, right. they, you know, you tried them, and then like you were talking about with the meditation, then you stopped, and you're right. like, oh, wow, I felt a little bit better about that. Right. So, okay, I'm going to go back and doing that. Yes, it And it's worked. this, like, a little bit of personal growth. Right. You know, I've, 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 that's been my life and I love it. Right. I'm happier and little things like that, that stick around now that I used to just blow off right. all the time. Right. And I would always should, 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 right. should. Right. Yeah. And right. I feel better now doing it. Yeah. You know? And it is great. To, I mean, you are so right that like you do it a little bit and then sometimes you take a step back and then you go forward and then you take a step. Sometimes that's it like takes kinda, years. Well, it's just kind of the thing. And you know, our friend Lori Rainey, yes. who we love, who actually is um, an organizer gal who is awesome up here. If you need some help with the organization or the clutter, she is your girl, Lori Rainey. You can find her on Facebook. But anyway, she talks about it because she used to teach Zumba and she says it's the cha-cha-cha. Yeah. Right? You're going forward and back and it's awesome. It's a That's dance. Life, yeah. and it's perfect. And I and I'm, you know, like I said, even though I, I wish I'd done things differently, I'm glad that I now let them sink in over time and I right. don't beat myself up for it. Yes, we don't want anyone to beat themselves up you know, ever. That's not the point. Sometimes these things take a long time. They take time and you know, um the strategies that you are using now are there for a reason. That's like true. they're there for a reason. And yeah. and now that you're feeling the pull to do something different, then it. awesome, do it. So we're behind you and thank you for listening. And All you right, can so, find, yeah, us, find us, you can find me on um, going to Angelus.com, Angelus Jim on Facebook, Angelus Jim at, at Instagram and at in- Angelus Jim on Twitter. And, and, and Angela has, 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 Made a pledge to be a little to learn better about Twitter. Oh, so no. so tweet Angela. Oh yes, tweet her stuff. Me. She needs to learn I'm the not, beauty of Twitter. I love Instagram. You you're, yeah, I don't you are love Twitter. I don't I love, love Twitter yet. I I will love Twitter. Um, I hope. That is my intention. That's actually not on the list, but maybe I'll put it on there. Yeah, and Hanno's throw, throw down with us. We'll be your accountability people. I'm, totally. I'm Hanno's at, awesome. Yeah. Han, Hanno's awesome at Twitter. He's the Twitter guy. He's our twi- He's the Twitter voice. And for this I'm so podcast. new at it too. I've yeah. only been doing it for like what three months. I know, but you're awesome. I think I've I think I've gone over 200 followers now. I think that's it's not bad. No, it's great. My Facebook is like seven or eight hundred. Yeah, well, those are actually people that I know. So mostly. Um, but, so yeah. Hanno's a popular guy yeah. and he's the producer of this podcast, Monkey Tongue Productions. You can reach so thank me you for that. On Twitter at Ida Hanno, H E N N O, Ida Hanno. And on Facebook, you just look up Hanno. Yeah. You'll probably find me. Yep. In Idaho because there's only one Hanno or two. But I doubt there's another in Idaho. I hope yeah. not. Yeah. Okay. All right, um, cool. So we thank you Thanks for listening. For us. And, and then we're we're actually gonna next week we're is you're gonna, gonna do the you're bonus. Gonna, you're gonna get a bonus episode and then when and I get back from Maui, we'll woo, do a new woo, one. Woo. So see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.